The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds, smart investing starts here. Hello and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. We are live at the GTE Wealth Forum in Las Vegas. The GTE Forum is an invitation-only event which brings together senior investment decision makers from premier RIAs with leading investment managers. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring you new ideas, why these ideas should be considered, and how they can be implemented. The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by Ivers.xyz, the most helpful place advisors can come to to grow their minds and businesses. This is your host, Doug Heikinen. And we're joined this afternoon live with by Dan Weiskopf, who's a portfolio manager at Toroso Asset Management. Hey, Dan. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. This is going to be fun because you do so many different things. Tell us a little bit about Toroso. <laughs> well, Toroso is an asset management firm and a ETF research firm as well. We combine the two in various different ways. But what's unique about us is we look at the financial services industry with a 360 view using ETFs. We all know that ETFs are, as a marketplace, growing. It's all about accessing different themes and solutions. But the implications of that growth is going to be changing how the industry goes forward and grows. So we host these calls in the ETF think tank, which is all about having due diligence calls with advisors, with issuers, and we think it makes people smarter. You guys also are outsourced CIOs, so how does that work for advisors? (laughs) The outsourced CIO model is really um, multifactored in that it is consultative, as well as discretionary. And we work with advisors at Morgan Stanley, as well as independent advisors, in helping them form their IPS, as well as manage their different models. So back to ETFs, you've been writing about them and for you know, since the inception of them, and it's been such an explosion in the industry. Is this something that's going to continue to grow? Unequivocally, it's going to continue to grow. Listen, there are $4.3 trillion of ETFs today. And you can put forth a projection of $10 trillion or, or $20 trillion. There are some firms that are forecasting $30 trillion. You know, there's a lot of excitement out there. Over the next 10 years, who knows exactly how the ETF industry is going to grow. But the way we look at it is, yes, there's going to be low-cost solutions that give you, quote, you know, free beta. There's something called smart beta, which if you ever step back and you look at smart beta as a label, it's capital S-M-A-R-T. And then there's a capital B-E-T, a bet on alpha, which is a different structure, not necessarily a label that we love, but it's a way to generate alpha, and with that comes different constructions. With so many, so much choice out there in the ETF world, how is, how is advisors supposed to pinpoint which is the right stuff for them? Is it brand-driven? Is it product-driven? Is it strategy-driven? Where, 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 where do they turn? Well, that's the critical question. That's where in the ETF think tank we help advisors. So an ETF that's different needs to be put in a context of an overall portfolio and how that ETF is constructed versus an overall portfolio allocation is how we, we walk through the, the product description, right? So without getting any 
without getting into too much specifics about any one product, there are different structures in within the ETFs, and we try and drill deeper. So you spent a lot of time in the room here at the summit talking to both advisors and, and portfolio managers, and how are advisors changing, and how are they going to have to change moving forward? Well, we know fee compression exists. What we don't know is how financial services and, and advisors are going to offer different ways to um, service their clients. Financial planning is an important way to service your clients. But you know, when you look at the, the world from an investment perspective, backwards looking, you know returns have been easy. If you just threw a dart and you own the S&P and you own um, certain of the bonds, you just you know, your book of business is up 15, 16% this year, right? Just by virtue of the AUM growing. We don't think that the market overall going forward the next 10 years is going to be that easy. So we think that security selection is one way that advisors can differentiate their, their business practice. Then there's also the question of how you do that. So there are best practices that we help advisors with on, on how they can build scalable businesses. Because these are entrepreneurs. And, and they need to manage their businesses in that way. With time being such a premium, at such a premium for advisors, where should they best spend their time building their business, client service, investment selection? Referral, <laughs> marketing, you know, at the, keep at the going, end, keep, keep going, going yeah, right? You yeah, know, yeah. So, so, you know, we look at, we, we, listen, we, we're all about security selection, but the reality is that most financial advisors aren't gathering assets as a result of alpha. They're, they're gathering assets as a result of uh, providing solutions to individuals and helping them save money. And, and in that way, they're providing a service that helps build their business. With all the forces coming at them, the fee compression with maybe Amazon, Google getting into the business at some point, how are they going to compete? Oh my God. Okay. Now wait one second. On a go forward basis, as your life gets more complex, you need more, you need more things to reach your goals than just how you invest. And a robo-advisor doesn't necessarily fulfill that need. So we know how advisors act today. What's the next generation of advisors going to look like? Do you have any idea? I would say the next generation of advisors is, in part right now, taking place that they're lifestyle advisors, right? They're, they're building their practice based upon who they want to serve. And they're building their practice in a niche way that's regional. And that, I think that works, but you're also seeing massive consolidation in the industry that is driven by the need for scale, right? So you've got you know, Goldman Sachs buying United Capital as an example, and you've got a lot of advisors who are on the older side, respectfully on that age, right? So, so um, those advisors are looking out 10 years and say, do I want to be in this business and how can I meet the goals of my clients? And they're selling out. So I think you're going to see a bifurcation between the small, high-service, high-touch lifestyle, and you're going to see a big conglomeration of, of advisors. Writing about the industry for as long as you have, are we seeing the innovation and implementation happening in it as we should? No. I say that with, with a, a lot of conviction. 
I'm very concerned, um, selfishly I admit that, that the innovation in the ETF industry is going to slow down as a result of price compression. Um, we've seen open-close ratios go down. Now we're at 1.41. By the way, I keep track of all the KPIs in the ETF industry. And what you'd see today is that um, assets are about 27% and, and, and revenues as they're projected based on the fees currently are only up 17%. And that reflects you know, how fees are earned. Now, having said that, the good news is we're at $8 billion of revenues um, at this point, and that's an all-time high. So the concern that I have is that these smaller um, issuers are going to struggle because they need to get scaled in a rapid way. And in order to do that, you know, they need to reach that independent advisor. So on the other hand, what's got you really excited about this industry? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm at the center point of two huge trends in in the year 2030, right? One, I do believe that the ETF industry will have $30 trillion, big number up from 4.3, right, trillion. Who knows, right? But the world is changing. So the way I look at the financial services industry is that you need to figure out how you're going to play a critical role and differentiate what you're doing in an industry that is going to be evolving over the next 10 years. How do people find you, your firm, and plug into your brain? My email address <laughs> is, I can give that if that's what you're looking for. How do people find you? So, uh, Toroso Investments is the name of our company, or Toroso Asset Management. My email address is dweisskopf, W-E-I-S-K-O-P-F, at torosoinv.com. Any questions about ETFs? I'd love to hear your inquiries. Dan, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. We'd also like to thank the folks at Discovery Data and GTE for being our gracious hosts. For everyone at Iris Media Works and the Power Your Advice podcast, this production team, this is Doug Heikinen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Doug. The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds. Smart investing starts here.